This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey everyone, this is an episode I knew I had to do because I get so many people reaching out to me because I do you know a couple of Vegas videos a week these days. They're talking to me about how I learn my market. I've never learned Vegas. It's not my intention to learn Vegas. But you know what? We have the man. We have Brian Lebo here. So I'm going to ask him a bunch of questions to get it started. And then, of course, you can reach out to him if you want to learn Vegas, because, again, he is a real estate agent broker, 30 years experience. And, uh, you know, thank you for doing this, Brian. Pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on the show. And hopefully we can enlighten some people today. Well, let's just hit it right up front, because there are going to be a lot of people that want to call you. How should they reach out to you right now if they want to reach out and start uh, making offers on rental properties? Sure thing. Easiest thing to do is just text me uh, 702-257-LEBO, 257-LEBO. Go to my website, thelebogroup.com. Um, you can watch me on YouTube. Just type in the Lebo Group where I do monthly updates, especially if you're new to investing in the Las Vegas area and want to get acclimated to what we have going on. These monthly update videos will probably be imperative for you to acclimate you to where our market is. I give you all the analytics, but then I also explain whether or not these numbers are actually indicative or if they're just empty calories, if you will. So that'll be a wealth of information for you if you're just starting to try to learn about the Las Vegas market. Yeah. And again, a lot of you are talking to me about Vegas. A lot of you see opportunities coming. Um, you better partner with someone like Brian if, if you're going to go make that leap. So Brian, why don't we first talk about areas, right? There are some areas, you know, when you look at the Monopoly board that are like Park Place and Boardwalk, they're, you know, Summerhill, maybe one of those, like just, it's too nice, right? It's too expensive. So why don't, you, why don't you talk about a couple of areas that might have affordable housing that might make a good first rental home? And again, let's stay with single family homes. Sure. So the first thing when I'm discussing goals with an investor is, you know, some people have short-term goals. Some people have very long-term goals. And some people are weathered veterans. They're willing to roll up their sleeves and get dirty. And, you know, if you're a doctor who doesn't have much time, you want a vehicle to invest in, but you really want to be hands off. Yep. So the truth of the matter is, is just like a home, I, I could care less what home my clients buy. I want them to make an informed decision and I am here to educate them and then work on their behalf to execute and get them what they want. But I don't care what house you buy as long as you're happy with what you do. Investing is very similar. It shouldn't be emotional. It should be about dollars and cents but not every investor has the exact same goals. So that's really important to identify at first. Um, now, in Las Vegas, similar to other areas, um, it, but again, Las Vegas is a very different place with a very different set of rules. Um, you, let's just say you have three kinds of asset classes. You have your blue chip, which are in the nicer areas of town. And then you have your middle of the road areas, which are still very safe, they're still very nice, but they're never going to be better than they are. Um, that's where Vegas, we're coming out of an infantile stage, but we're still having some kind of growing pains where we, we're a very young city. So the way we operate is very different than mature cities. Um, and then of course you have, you know, your lower asset class and you're going to find the highest cap rates in that lowest asset class. However, it's going to come with its own challenges, right? You're 
not necessarily going to want to show up and collect your rent. <laughs> You're not going to be dealing with sophisticated tenants who are necessarily going to be paying you online. It's not going to be so streamlined. Um, yes, again, you can get a lot of cash. You can get wonderful cap rates, but your long term is not going to be fantastic. And there's a lot of BS you got to deal with in the meantime. So personally, I'm not a big fan of the low end uh, instrument mm -hmm. just because most of the people that I work with and encounter don't want that element um, to deal with. And, and neither do I, to be perfectly frank. Um, most of what we operate with is going to be in the mid range and in the nicer areas. And again, it's predicated on what your goals are as an investor. Yeah. So the, the, the sweet point is finding these niche areas um, in that mid range where it's a safe area, it's a product that's in very high demand, Sometimes they're products that can't be replicated, frankly, ever again. And just getting the, the highest cap rate you can out of that vehicle. Yeah. And that's really where we want to be is in the mid-range, right? If, if you got to wear a bulletproof vest to go collect rents, not worth it. Uh, a lot of people that will be watching this will be investing from out of the area, right? So they're not going to fly in and do active management. Exactly. So, you know, name drop a couple of places where, because again, these are probably going to be older homes, right? These were probably homes built in the 80s like the 1980s, right? Or maybe you know, not, not, not necessarily, oh, really? okay. you know, no, not, not, not necessarily. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, it's a little touchy <laughs> to discuss good and bad areas. Cause I can end up in, in tremendous trouble for oh, okay. people. Fair so enough. I, as a licensed realtor have to be a little careful. Okay. That's something we can talk about privately, Understood. but, um, when we are discussing, um, yeah, you know, there are some properties that are built in the mid eighties. Um, a lot of those areas are, are demographically changing. Sure. So there's challenges that come with that. So a lot of times in your areas that were built in like the early eighties that are demographically challenging, those are the kind of areas where the square footage and bedrooms are more important. Yeah, for sure. The home. So those are the kind of areas that you really want to convert a garage and then create two more bedrooms because that's going to substantially increase the value of your rent. Mm -hmm. So very different challenges in different areas. Okay. Um, what I'm discussing more is typically the, the two places that people look first when they're moving to Las Vegas, the, typically the two most desirable, or should I say the most affluent areas, legally, that's correct. But the legally most affluent areas are Green Valley and Summerlin. Green Valley is a section in Henderson and Summerlin is an enclave of Las Vegas. Those are typically um, heralded as the two nicest areas and therefore the wealthiest. What's the entry um, price there? Um, the entry prices are going to be about 300000 for a single oh, family home. Okay. That's pretty realistic. Um, now, the virtue to some of this is that it's a product that will never be built again. Like in Summerlin, you know, I own a few rental properties. Um, and when I first started investing, I wanted what could never be replicated. So I was focusing on smaller three-bedroom, two-bath homes. And that's, that's wonderful because it's a product that builders haven't built in 15 years and likely will never build again. So, so when you're saying that, tell them, what's, tell them what's being built now. Yeah, so um, the logic is quite simple. You know, years ago, land was cheap, so it was irrelevant. Uh, with the cost of land increasing and having these nicer master plan communities, those land costs have swollen tremendously. Now, it's no secret. Uh, if you build a 1,500 square foot home with a two-car garage, that's 1,900 square feet of space, essentially, that you're operating with. Now, how much can you charge for a 1,500 square foot single story, which eats up the entire lot? Yeah. Now, Obviously, 
I've got 1900 square feet of a, of a footprint, I could just add a second story and easily add another 1500 square feet. Uh, I could add two stories and shrink the footprint. So for affordable homes, they aren't really building single stories anymore because mm. I might as well just either shrink the footprint and then build a 17, 1800 square foot two-story home or just go for it and make it a 2800 square foot two-story and get substantially more money. Got to remember, cost of the roof's the same, cost of the foundation's the same. Everything's the damn same. All I have to do is put a little bit more lumber, you know, some carpet and, and some yeah. bathrooms. It's, it's not expensive to build that second story. So those single family, single story homes haven't been built in 15 years in these better areas. Very so cool. so that, that's one strategy. Nice. Uh, on the other hand, at, in the early 2010s, okay. if we will, um, all these hedge funds came out and was buying thousands and thousands of homes. And that's precisely what they were focusing on. So there is a huge amount of three bedroom, two bath homes. Um, what I've had a lot of success with a lot of my investors is, you know, when everyone's going this way, go that way a little yeah. bit. And so, yeah. yeah, so, and, and, and Vegas is also a very transient town. You know, people come and people leave, people try to run away from things and realize that they just brought it with them. So, <laughs> so for me, you know, I elected to kind of get out of that game a little bit and where I had tremendous success was renting to families. So oh, the problem is, is, you know, you rent to some single person who just moved here from X USA. Um, they might be here for three months and leave. They might fulfill the one year lease. They might be here for two years. Now, once you go to four bedroom rental properties, the situation changes substantially because now you can rent to a family with a couple of kids. Now, when you are renting to a family with children, you know, the goal is to not continue to move. They want stability mm -hmm. and stability provides you as a landlord with a lot less pain in the ass, to be quite frank, yeah. because you want your tenant staying there as long as yeah. possible. Yeah. So, so again, like we're discussing for every investor, there's going to be a different set of, of rules that are important to them, but there are a tremendous amount of opportunities for four bedroom homes. And like in Summerlin where I specialize, um, there's a lot of four bedroom homes. There was one yesterday that I sent out to investors, you know, four bedroom home, that's 2,500 square feet with a three car garage, a real three car garage. They don't really build that product anymore. Like an inexpensive, you know, 2,500 square foot home with a real three car garage. You have to get very high up in the price range and it might be a two with a tandem. Right. So there are opportunities. Well, you just mentioned a great thing. So again, you're always actively looking for product. And when you find something, you send it out to your investors. So again, how can people get on your list? How can they call you, tell you what they're looking yeah. for? Reach out to me. Best thing, go to my website, thelebogroup.com. Just go to lebogroup.com. Uh, YouTube, you can catch me there. Best thing to do is simply just text me and say, hey, Bri, I was watching you on YouTube. I'm kind of interested and I have some questions. I get these all the time. Best thing to do is just call me or text me. I love texts because it's very easy to get right back to you. So 702 257 Lebo. 257 Lebo. Just shoot me a text and I'll get right back to you and we can discuss. There you go, folks. Again, if you're if you're following this channel, you're interested in Vegas, if I'm not clear already, you need to text Brian. This is how you do it. This is how you learn the market. And again, he's already finding opportunities and sending them out to investors. You need to get on that list. All right, Brian, thanks for these three topics, man. You, you enjoy the weekend. My pleasure. Thank you guys all so much for watching the show. I appreciate it. Please check out my channel and 
Thank you again for having me on. I really appreciate it. You got it, buddy.